Oh. <laughs> I know how the internet works. Internet boyfriends. Hello and welcome to another episode of Internet Boyfriends. I am Joey and with me this time isn't Ryan because it's currently three o'clock in the morning and I didn't think to ask him if he wanted to help me do the intro to this episode because this episode, episode 49, I hope it helps, is kind of a special episode. It pulls back the curtain a little bit to give you, the listener, the podcast audience, an idea of what's been going on with Internet Boyfriends. I felt like this was kind of a necessary episode. It's it's We've been doing this podcast for six years now, and it seems a little weird that it took us so long to get to episode 50, or, or 49, technically we're not 50 yet. But, but anyways, that's my fault. And and I've said this before, I think we've discussed this enough on the podcast before, on Twitter or whatever, I don't edit fast enough, some real-world problem keeps me away from recording new episodes with Ryan, or uh, something that happens a lot more than you think, which is that we I talk it over with Ryan, and then we decide to scrap an episode, we just throw it away, and... That happened like five times in 2013 alone, so we built up quite a pile of these episodes in this treasure trove of audio. Uh, in the time it's taken us to get to episode 49, Ryan and I decided that maybe I'd go back and listen to them and go through all of them and try to pick out what was good and what was bad, and we'd release some episodes or whatever, I'd clean up the audio. Um, but... Yeah, it didn't really work out. It was, uh, going back and listening to all of them was, like, really fucking hard to get through. It was 12 hours of random conversations that I had with him a few years ago. I didn't really remember the context or the reason why we talked about certain things. It didn't make sense. Um, it was about, certain things were about stuff that happened, uh, years ago and really doesn't matter so much now. Uh, the audio quality sucks so bad and I couldn't clean it up. Um, that happened a lot and I'm sorry. A lot of the time, though, there was a real reason for why we threw things away, and it wasn't just technical difficulties. Sometimes we would talk about a movie or a book or some sort, some some sort of piece of media, and we just agree on everything, and we'd say this is so great. And this happened recently in our um, end of the year thing for 2014, which I wasn't particularly proud of, and I'm sorry for that. And I should probably put some disclaimers and things when I maybe release an episode or, or, or do an episode that I'm not entirely proud of because sometimes it happens. I mean, it happens. Uh, I'm not the best at podcasting and Ryan and I sometimes don't go into this with uh, preparation or we don't necessarily know what we're doing. We're not, we're not pros. We don't really, we just, the whole premise of this, this podcast, I mean, we, we started doing this podcast simply because we didn't know what it was supposed to be. We were going to have a conversation. We were going to record it. We were going to do it, you know, once every week or every two weeks, um, just to, to have the two of us be goofy and try and make each other laugh because we're friends and we, you know, want to talk to each other. And for years, I, I kind of actively fought against having any sort of premise or idea or or preparation or really anything. I mean, I didn't want to do anything smart or educational. I didn't want to be dry or boring. Um, and I really didn't know why I was doing the podcast. You know, I, I talked to people and I said, you know, hey, I have this podcast and they'd say, what is it about? And I'd just say, well, I don't know, just me talking to my friend. And yeah, fucking, you know, that's like, Ugh, ugh. <laughs> I mean, until about last year, I was terrified of doing the podcast because I thought it was a huge waste of time that, I mean, not that it's, I don't know. I mean, it's weird. You know, we've, we've, this is something we've gone over for the last six years that I don't really know who this podcast is for. You know, I thought it was for friends and, you know, I would post the links to on Facebook and Twitter. I mean, we certainly talk about the podcast a lot. We certainly promote it in our little social circle. But the thing is, is that you, you never, 
never really sell the idea of a podcast to your friends. You never really say, you know, hey, this is my podcast and this is why it's good. You just sort of expect that people are going to listen because of who you are and the connection that they have with you, which to me is, you know, that's a pretty good, strong, pretty strong possibility I'm going to waste your time because you're going to be getting something that you could be getting in a conversation with me directly or you don't care. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of my friends that don't give a shit whatsoever that I have a podcast. My, my best friend who did the intro music to this episode to, to to all of these episodes timmy uh he's never heard an episode of Internet boyfriends and he doesn't want to hear an episode of Internet boyfriends because he's got me he goes he goes out to dinner with me he talks to me we go biking you know he doesn't he doesn't need this this uh recorded conversation but at the same time i i want the podcast to be as good as it can be because i'm terrified and scared and 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 freaking out all the time about wasting your time about producing something that i don't believe in um producing something that's just ryan and i like just saying the same shit over and over again when we could just write a blog post and and be done five minutes and we don't waste you know the other 45 to 50 minutes of your time and uh, you know it's hard because nobody ever tells you that you suck when you do a podcast with your friend you know if if, if you're only sharing this with friends no one's ever going to say like okay well here's what you need to do better we there's been times when people will message me and say this the audio quality sucks or this needs to change and this needs to get better and I, I want to get to the idea of where I can sell this idea of this podcast to a complete stranger and get them to listen and, and go along with it, despite the fact that I'm not famous and I'm not funny and I really don't have the answers and I don't really have too much to, to give you. I mean, I'm, everyone seems to be doing okay without me. But, I mean, that's kind of why I do Internet Boyfriends with Ryan, because I'm not funny and I'm not famous and I don't have the answers. I'm trying to figure this stuff out as I go along, and so is Ryan, and he makes me laugh, and after an hour of talking to him, even if I lead the conversation with more questions than I arrived with, I'm still at least able to edit that down and share it with you so that maybe you know that you're you're not alone, that you're not weird, that you're not wrong for being afraid or upset or annoyed, and, and you, you have maybe a connection with us uh, in sort of a special way because we're just like you. And I'm trying to figure that out. And on internet boyfriends, we're trying to figure everything out. And and I think that's what we're all trying to do. And and maybe this could help you in some way. So these next chunks are pretty much just that. It's stuff I threw away for whatever reason, but figured, hey, maybe I could release this stuff before we move on. And maybe someone will be interested or entertained somehow. And maybe they'll be enlightened. I don't know uh, by these discarded episodes. Um, but fair warning, I, I love you and I, I do value your time. So if you only have an hour left to live, go hug somebody or, or, or do something that you've always wanted to do uh, instead of listening to this. Cause it's, it's still pretty rough. These, this two parters are pretty rough. Uh, uh, everything, the audio quality kind of sucks. Uh, my editing skills are never going to be great. Um, this is really the, the best I can do considering that I had a lot, a lot of audio to go through hours and a 12 plus hours to go through. Uh, and I'm sorry for that, um, but I'm doing my best, and that's what we do here at Boyfriends. We do our best, and we're trying to f- just figure shit out. The first clip is from a while ago, and I don't re- remember exactly when it was, what year it was, or what month it was. But I know it was during a time when I was pretty down and emotionally raw because I was writing my first book, and I was spending a lot of time alone because of that. I, I did most of my writing between the hours of like noon and 6, and squeezed it in between when I wasn't doing freelance writing, and it was kind of a logistical mess. And even though I don't think I admitted it at the time, I was scared shitless about failing every fucking day. Then my ex-girlfriend cheated on me with two different dudes in one weekend, and I wasn't really doing so great. And in order to cope, uh, to kind of feel like I wasn't a complete failure, I developed a really bad habit of going to others to prop up my self-esteem so I could stumble my way through life until my book and everything was finished. 
And yeah, my friends kind of noticed this and they brought it up. And one friend in particular said that I needed uh, what she called a hussy vention. And I went to Ryan and I said, hey, man, do you want to do a podcast about it? And he says, you fuck yeah, I want to do the hussy vention I'm in. And uh, and yeah, so as always, Ryan was there to talk to me about it and help me figure out my feelings and help me get through that mess. And there it was. And here it is. So... I, you know, you re- this is the one episode where I really don't think you want to get confused with me, where a new listener would be like, oh, that Ryan is such a piece of shit for saying those things. We sound fairly different. I think it would be okay. Say audio. Yeah, I know, but, but you, I, I really have to come out and say, like, I'm Joey. I'm the one that you're going to hate this episode. And say, say, audio. The- say audio. Audio? There you go. That's that. I say audio. He says. I say audio. There we go. That's how you can tell us apart. They sound the same fucking to me. No, they so don't. I- they sound the same to me, God damn it! So, anyways, uh, part of part of this whole thing has been uh, I, I've been trying to actively engage ladies whenever I see them or whenever I have the ability to talk to them. I've been on an online dating site called OkCupid. Uh, I've I've been you know really trying to get myself out there because I'm trying to meet some new meet meet new women because I don't really know. I've had I, I guess you could say I've had a bad taste put in my mouth by some things that have happened lately. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I just wanted to see if, if, you know, kind of the idea is every girl like that. Is, is there a different girl out there? Is there, is there somebody that's ever going to be like what I had sort of thing? I'm not saying that I'm looking for what I've had in the past, but there's certain things. Like, for example, I was thinking about this, uh, as we were, like, after I told you about this, I got very nervous about doing this whole episode. I got very, uh, you know, I'm still kind of fucking jittery about this because obviously this could be taken in a really, really poor way. The idea that I'm like a whoremonger or a puss hound or a vagina mancer or something along those lines that people wouldn't like. Oh, God. So, vagina mancer is the best. I thought, I like puss hound. I no, think it's a pretty good. Vagina mancer is better. Either way, I don't want like I, I certainly don't want to give the impression because that's another thing too. Like I I may talk like I, I can spit game at people and be like, yeah, I can fuck it. I can talk to fucking any girl. I don't give a shit because like, I I think that I can. I really think that if I had to walk if if it was like gun to my fucking head, it said there's a pretty girl over there that you're fucking nervous about talking to. Go fucking talk to her and have a conversation for a half an hour. I can fucking do that because I'll ta- I'll talk to the motherfucking wall for a half an hour. It's very clear from these podcasts. Anybody can see that I can talk to fucking anything. I mean, I'm not Gee, saying anything bad about thanks. you. <laughs> I'm just going to take my headset just, off and go hang I'm out for a saying. while. <laughs> well, I'll let you ramble. and you can just, I'll laugh a few times and you can just pepper those in throughout the podcast. I would never. I would. I want my laughs to be fucking genuine, babe. I don't want them to be this canned laughter shit. But you, would you, wouldn't you say that to the casual observer, I kind of sound like um, something, someone along those lines, someone that's a little more, like a man whore, I'm I guess the, you could say. I'm the wrong person to ask. Because I Cause know you better. Like my man-orness. Well, that too. But I know better. Like I know you're not. Yeah. Like you, well. you, you, you respect. Like you care about women. Like it's not like they're just holes to put something in. Like there are clearly that's, people. That's, like that's the problem. That's that really what. That's the issue. Is that if I if it was as simple as I just wanted to run down some hoes in the street, that would be easy to do. Like they're hoes are easy to find. Exactly. Hoes are all over the place. Especially That's why people have hoes in different area codes because they're they're all over they're they're international, but I don't. That's not my sort of thing. I'm all about respecting women, yeah. and I really like it. Fucking that's that's the problem is that I've been I've been getting involved with uh, different women. 
uh, uh, I'm trying to find a nice way to say this because uh, Kristen, Kristen was very quick to adapt the word hussy because she thinks she thinks that there's these girls are going to in some way break my heart. I kind of feel the opposite, that I kind of feel like I'm not looking for anything serious right now because, let, let's be honest, I'm not really what you would call stable right now. Yeah. I, I've gone, and this is another thing too that's kind of um, become apparent very recently. Um, I, I, I really don't want to get into fucking recent history, like, as of, like, fucking very recent history, as you well know. Yeah. Uh, not you, the listener, but you, the Ryan. I'm trying to find a way to say this. Basically, every once in a while, or not even that, very rarely I will meet somebody that makes me rethink where the fuck I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And I, where I'm at right now is... I've gotten out of some relationships. I'm not ready to go into another long-term relationship. Uh, and moreover, I'm really not ready to move on with my life in the sense that right now I'm writing and I'm doing really well with my writing and I'm happy with myself. I'm fucking, I feel great. It's like, when, when the fuck was the last time you heard, heard me say that I feel great? Like lately I've been one shipper motherfucker. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's it's it is, I well, I have never known been chipper, the idea pep- like chipper peppered with I did something stupid. Well, yeah, that's that's well, that's why we're talking about yeah. this. <laughs> I'm trying to remove the stupid from the chipper because like I, I've never I've never been the person that pops off my pillow in the morning and I'm like, oh my god, the birds are singing. Yeah. Like no, fucking never. Like even now, I'm not like that. I kind of wake up and I'm like, motherfucker, I got shit to do. But like I have shit to do. I have I have a life. I have things. Like I have. You know, I'm I'm 26 years old. I know that if I gauged my level of success versus other 26 year olds, I'd probably fucking pissed off at myself because I haven't taken, I haven't been as risky as I need to be. I really should be getting myself out there more. And that's kind of maybe that was the thing when it comes to women. That's been something that's comfortable for me to put myself out there with women because as weird as this is going to sound, I kind of feel like I've spent a lot of time talking to women. I'm not going to say like I've been successful or that I'm suave in any way or that I'm some like fucking dashing young gent uh, that that all the ladies want to talk to. But like I, I, I have talked to some women in my time and I don't know, like when you when you talk to when I when I talk to a girl or a lady, I have set expectations. I know how things are going to go. I generally can be, you know, kind of joke with them. I, I know what lines to push what lines not to push you know like like the idea of it was always kind of a running joke on the dating website that whenever i would talk to anybody on the dating website it was very clear that there are just dudes out there that will just send girls messages and be like you want to suck my dick and i'm sure that there's at least one girl out there that's like yes i want to suck all the dicks like i'm sure amazed how many guys upload as i haven't worked on a dating site a few times how many guys upload penises as their profile picture and stuff. Why? I don't understand. I don't know. But it happens all the fucking time. Are they at least, like, fucking packing, or is it... Usually, yeah. Okay, all right. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 don't, never... <laughs> I don't see why anyone who's, like, packing four inches would be like, Oh, yeah, check this shit out. My shit's all mashed together like chicken parts. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh... <laughs> No, I, I don't know. It's it's maybe maybe it's something that I I know is a dangerous area and I would never get into. But it's something that I've been interested in because like I don't know, like it's it, it's like that fucking devil in the back of my head where I'm like fucking like you should like you could fucking send some chick that picture and you might get a good response out of that. 
Well, it's like the naked man from How I Met Your Mother. It is. It is like the naked man, like the hammer. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good analogy, sir. That's a good. But it's still the internet, and it's yes. something that's it's not it's not private. It's still semi-public, <laughs> even in that situation. Clearly, as uh, we've seen from certain Congress people. Yeah, exactly. If you send your t- you send a picture of your dick to somebody, that shit's gonna be on the internet forever. That's just the way it is. Dicks kind of like fucking just gravitate. Like there's this, there's a server out there. It's just nothing but dicks. Yes. And your dicks on there. If you put your dick up on the internet, it's there. I I have never uh, had the misfortune of taking a picture and sending it to somebody. Uh, I'm gonna be as clear as I can in that statement because. Go on. <laughs> I'm I'm leaving it at that. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be as very clear with that because I just like I I had that moment where I was like motherfucker, what have I done? And uh, yeah, so I have never sent a picture of somebody, uh, or I've never sent a sent a picture of myself in that way to anybody in my life. I don't think I would ever. I don't think it's attractive generally. I mean, like I have fucking genitals and I like them. I don't know. I hope everybody fucking likes what they got going on, but. I don't know, but I wouldn't. Why? To me, it just seems aggressive. It seems yeah, way overly aggressive. Like I don't know. Like I, I just, I like to me. And another thing too is imp- it implies sex, and that's the idea. Like I, when I, when I'm talking to a girl, I'm not necessarily implying sex when I'm talking to her. I don't like the idea of openly saying like, "Hey, baby, want to fuck?" Like I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't really understand it. I, I, I think it's just demeaning to her, and it's demeaning to me. And I, I don't, I'd rather to me. I'd say there's maybe like my top three of things that I can do with women. In the top three, tied for number one is talking to them. As as you know, I know I know like there's kind of like that like the obvious guy responsible like homo like you like talking to women like that shit's gay. But no, fuck you. Like <laughs> number one, fuck you, and number two, no. Like at the very least, it is the exact opposite. It's heterosexual. I'm talking to a, a woman yeah. in hopes of I don't know maybe something in the future. But actually, but that, that even that I wouldn't even say hopes of something in the future. Like of all the women that I've talked to in the last month, last two months, three months, whatever it's been, I have not gone into that situation and said. I want to get sex out of this. Yeah. It's more on the lines of I really just fucking like talking to people, and I really especially like talking to women because I do believe in the idea of the fairer sex. I do, I do believe that women are in some way better than men in in some ways. In, in other ways, maybe not. I don't know. I just think we're different. I think I, you know, I, I know it's it's kind of incendiary to bring up the idea of like gender, like men are this way and women are that way, and airline food tastes like this and and shit like that, you know. But for the most part. We we're different. We are different. At the very least, at the very least, if I'm talking to a woman that isn't me, we're different people. Yeah. And there's something I can learn from that situation, and it's interesting to me. It's very interesting to me. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. It's been a problem. I guess that's and that's where the intervention part comes in. Is that I have been talking to a few too many women, and I've been cutting back recently, uh, a lot. Uh, because Kristen basically said that I had to have, as you call it, a hussy vention, and I need to stop talking to all these women. Uh, and I don't know. She she uh, she asked me point blank, and she said, "Why isn't? 
why is it that you talk to all these women? Why, why do you have to impress these women? Why do you want to talk to them? Is there a reason you want a girlfriend? Is there a reason you just want something casual? Is there a reason for any of this? Like, why are you doing it? I genuinely don't know the answer. I know I love women. I know I love this shit out of them. To the point of where I've been putting off my work to talk to women. And I love my work. I love my writing. This is what my, like, this is, this is the point in time in my life that I'm never going to have again of where I can sit here in a quiet room and just fucking write. I don't have to worry about anything else. That's all I got right now. And, and, and it's, it's beautiful and I love it. As, as a writer, I know I'll never, I'll never be this lucky again, but somehow there's that thing that says, yeah, but you could also respond to that girl that sent you a message because, you know. She's cute and she makes you smile. Exactly. Exactly. What the fuck is that? What is is there something is there something mentally wrong with me? No. Okay. <laughs> Good. I know there's been the idea of like women have like power over men sort of thing, whatever, but like I never thought that it was like on that fucking level of where I would have a friend talk to me and go you need to cut this shit out because like you don't understand like you were you spent nine hours today fucking just talking to like six different women like you that is not fucking productive nine hours is excessive this is true <laughs> jesus christ hey, but six of them. <laughs> this is irrelevant like uh, nine hours. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, if you want to have any sort of respect for me, this is not the fucking episode to listen well, it's to. Well, I'm not losing respect. I'm just like, dude, not you. I don't think I don't think I could lose respect in your eyes. <laughs> no, you have very little already. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm saying like anybody who's listening, to this is probably just like Jesus Christ, dude. Fucking like nine hours. You putting off your fucking work like, to do that? Like, nine? Like you told me about you talked to one for six. I was like, that's a lot, but. Nine? Yeah. Like, like I've had, in the last month, I've had at least two or three days where I've got up in the morning, I've just sat at my computer, and I've either talked on the phone or text messaged or uh, emailed or messaged or whatever with a bunch of women all day long, and then just said, well, that's a day. I mean, <laughs> there's, clock out. <laughs> there's definitely worse ways to spend the day. Yeah. That's, no that's question the there. Yeah. yeah but, but, uh... It's not the. It's not a productive way to spend the day. That's for damn sure. No, it's and not. And it it's clearly, uh, in a way, especially if uh, it's clearly adversely affecting the work you want to do, which is a problem. Yes. Um, yes. As such, it's something you do. As it is something that you do, to such a degree that it impacts your life negatively, and you have trouble not doing it. It could yeah. conceivably be considered an addiction. <laughs> That's insane. I have an addiction to women? Really? I don't know about to women, but to at least to talking to them. Well, but there's other things, too. I mean, like, it's not just talking. I mean, <laughs> I don't, don't, god damn it. See, this is what I'm saying. This is why I, like, this This whole thing, this whole episode's like walking on broken glass, because it's just like any time anybody's going to listen to this, they're going to be like, fucking that guy, that fucking, that piece of shit. I, because it's not a, it's not... I don't know. It's not that fucking simple. I don't know. I guess maybe the best way to say it is I feel like I've had my fucking heart ripped out pretty violently over the last year, multiple times. And I, I don't know. I just kind of feel, I kind of felt like I really wanted to get back out there and I wanted to see like, Hey, like they're like, all right, let's be fucking blunt about it. I work 
often. Like a lot. Like when I'm when I'm writing, like today, I, I fucking I I was working until ten o'clock this morning. I slept from ten until one and I got up and I started working again. Like I work like a machine when I want to be writing. It's all, it's all I'm like I'm, I'm, I, if you want to say something I'm, se- I'm obsessed with, it's writing. I, I'm obsessed with writing and researching and and knowing every little thing about everything and, and being really like into that and and being. I, I want to know how to be a better writer and I and I want to know what I'm doing wrong so I can change it and, and I want to know what's interesting so I can talk about it and, and share it with people and and things like that. And, and and I'm really into that and I really like that and I don't get paid to no. do that. Yeah. I don't get paid. Like I, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm just some fucking dude. Like I'm Scott Pilgrim right now. I think is the easiest way to put it. Uh, I'm not dating. Luck, I, none of the, all the girls I was talking to were were well of age. They were uh, 20 and over. I'm 26. I think that's totally fucking fine. I, I didn't feel, I didn't feel creepy talking to any of those girls. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk to them. Uh, and so. It's just one of those things of like to hear that there's a there, to hear that there's a girl out there that's interested in me for me. She doesn't she doesn't care that I don't fucking have money. She doesn't yeah. care that you know I'm still trying to find a job when it comes to like I mean like I I, ha- I have a job I work I mean it's just I'm not getting I'm just fucking freelance and I don't get paid you're, for you're it. You have a volunteer job. I have a volunteer job. That's what I have. And and the fact that that the fact that somebody was stepping up and saying like hey I'll fuck I'll talk to you I'll hang out with you you seem awesome I want I want to be closer to you. That fucking that feels good, and yeah. that's and maybe that's the addiction. Like that's the thing of like I I love women, and then to get that kind of reciprocation, like that's fucking because it's the other thing too. Like when it comes to writing, like if if I'm fucking taking a shower and I'm just like in the shower and I'm like washing my hair or whatever the fuck I'm doing, I'm like oh man, like fucking shampoos extra shampooy today and whatever. It's kind of like idly having because like that's another thing too. Is like I'm trying to be more calm, so I'm just trying to have thoughts that like that an idiot would have. I guess you would say. It works. It's really stupid, but it works. Like just instead of instead of having complex ideas, just have very simple ideas and let them flow and just like kind of like go. Like don't get too into things. But the problem is, is that I I'm not I'm not that person. I'm I'm a very I wouldn't I, I anxious. I guess is the best way to say it. I constantly have to have ideas and shit in my head. And and after a while, it, it goes from like this shampoo is very shampooy to like hey, I should think about that article that I'm doing today. I wonder how many units. Like oh, if if it was if it sold, uh, you know. Uh, 2.2 million units in, you know, six months, maybe that, okay. You know, like I, I have like these complex ideas and, you know, I try to be, try to keep that to a minimum. If I'm not working, I try to keep that out of my head and I try to stay relaxed. But the one thing that always pops into my head is like just fucking things about women. Like, for example, taking in, in this specific, in, in exacto, I was in the shower and I was just fucking washing myself in the shower and I'm just standing there and I go, you know, the next time I take a girl out to a restaurant, I'm going to have her write down her order and hand it to the, the waiter instead of telling me what the order is. <laughs> See? On its face, that sounds insane. It sounds like something no, a delusional person No, it doesn't sound insane. I'm just curious why. I can because, see some ideas of why that would be interesting okay, because of the because, surprise factor and stuff, but... It has nothing to do with my surprise factor. factor. It has everything to do with the way people order in restaurants. Whenever I go on a date with somebody, at least if it's the first date or an early date, they never order what they want. They order what they they want. They you know they want to be portrayed as ordering basically. 
you know, no, like, oh, when I go, when I go to a restaurant, I don't give a fuck. Like, I was, I was basically raised in the way that if I'm going to a restaurant, that's something that you enjoy. It's something you enjoy with other people. It's, a, it's a very social event. Yeah. Whatever the, whatever the situation, you order good food. Like, bottom of, like, you have to order good food when you go to a restaurant. Otherwise, you've wasted that time going to the restaurant. Because if you can, you can eat crappy food anywhere. If you go to a nice restaurant or even a mediocre restaurant, find the best thing on the menu, order it, enjoy it, love it. That's what you're supposed to do. Like, really enjoy your food. And I've dated uh, some ladies and, you know, first date, second date, whatever, take them out to a restaurant. Even if it's like – even if you go to fucking Wendy's, you know, it's still like she's going to order something that she doesn't exactly want. Mm-hmm. You know, because nobody wants to order anything too messy. Nobody wants to order anything that looks makes them look like, you know, like they just fucking sit down and like – just destroy food all day long. Like, you know, like you really, you really have to like think about what you want to order. So I was like, you know, maybe the next time what I should do is like, if I'm going to go take a girl out, make her order in secret. Cause then she'll actually order something that she'll enjoy. And then maybe she'll actually enjoy, you know, being there with me a little more because like, I don't know how to, like, that's another thing too, like coming out of a, of a long-term relationship and then having this prospect of going into, you know, like a short-term relationship. I don't fucking understand it. Like, I, I really don't get it because how the hell am I supposed to go to this girl and say to her, like, listen, you don't know me, but I understand things about women now. I've been in a long-term relationship. I understand the way that you work. And there's, like, simple things that I've learned now that I don't think other guys go along with. So I'm going to make that shit clear now. It's going to sound really weird, but, like, let's make that fucking obvious. Fucking, you know, like, if a girl's on her period... And, you know, if, if you want to become intimate while she's on her period, uh, I think a lot of guys get grossed out by that because they're like, why is she fucking like, is she sick? Why is she bleeding all over the place? Like, what the fuck's going on? You know, like, she's sick. I think guys are generally pretty stupid about that shit. I think, uh, am I wrong? Is, is I that, hope, is that a I hope misconception? I really hope you're wrong about that. I generally think that men know nothing about women and moreover don't care about women. Because when I talk to my friends about, like, their girlfriend or their, like, wife or their whatever significant other, I kind of get the feeling that, like, I'm a little bit different when it comes to those sorts of things. And, like, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not grossed out by a lot of things, I guess you could say. Like, it doesn't, like, it doesn't bother me. What? That, that's true. What do you mean? Well, we've seen stuff you've eat. Like, You're going to bring up the dog food? You're going to bring I, up the dog food? It's an example. Seriously, it's an example Seriously. of something that we, we I am, I am being, I am bearing my soul here, and I am, I am coming forth with a problem <laughs> that I need help with, and uh, and you are, and you were bringing up the fact that I ate dog food. You son of a bitch. I, I had to. I'm sorry. You saying, no, no. When you, when you, you really say did. you don't have as much problem with gross things, what am I supposed to do? Sit here and not say you've eaten dog food? Come on. And then filmed it and put it on the internet. That's, that's on a- YouTube.com. Username Impulsive Boy. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> and you have the ultimate attitude. You can get rid of all this stuff if you wanted to. I I do. I, every once in a while, I can show it to somebody and make them laugh, and that makes me smile. So I don't. Yeah. But I don't want it becoming public. So not that this is really that public, but still, the twelve people listening to this are gonna be like, "Ooh!" If they haven't already seen you eat dog food, be like, "Oh, cool!" Now I'll go look. I think anybody who's willing to listen to me talk about fucking women for a half an hour to 45 minutes is see me eat dog food. Or at least Probably. they deserve to see me eat dog food Agreed. after talking about this. Well, I, I don't know, man. I, I, 
do you really do you I guess you just don't I, I guess that we're just that you and I are similar in that sort of way that we're not kind of grossed out by people things no like I mean, like obviously we did the poop episode yeah. like that's the thing like if if a girl if I was out with a if I was out with any sort of lady on a first date and she was having fucking like really bad stomach cramps or something like that whatever and basically I'm trying to think of a ladylike way to to to, to say this, but um, she has to use the restroom. Yeah. I guess is the nicest way to say it, and she just is gonna fucking annihilate that place. Like it is, it's really whatever's wrong with her. It is like tapeworm, like or something. Like something's yeah, yeah. coming out. I'm I'm with her 100. percent Like it's not it has nothing to do. With, like I would never I would never fucking turn on somebody and be like, oh, you one gross bitch. What you doing in there? You were I was timing you. You were in there for a little too long. <laughs> I would hope not. No, never. Like that's fucking like that's personal human shit, and and I and I I feel for people like that. I don't I don't want to ever. That's what I'm saying. But you can't say that to people. Like when you're dating somebody and it's early on in the dating like cycle, you can't say that sort of shit. You can't just be like, "Hey, bitch, I don't care if you poop." You know. (laughs) Hi, I'm Joey. You can poop in front of me. I don't care. I wouldn't say in front of me. Well, like there are boundaries. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess it wouldn't bother me. I really don't. I don't know. But. I don't know. It, it, I guess you're right. I guess it It bothers me. Like, I, we've talked about this before, and I'm already in deep, so I might as well just go all the fucking way. That, like, I just don't like the idea of, like, anything to do with anal sex or anything like that, yeah. because it's kind of, like, generally kind of. Like, things don't seem right. It doesn't seem fucking. Like, I don't mind if other people do it. Fucking whatever floats your boat. But for me, like, I look at me and I look at that and i just go that fucking isn't gonna be good like whatever the fuck <laughs> happens here it's not gonna work this, this is gonna be terrible like this someone's gonna have to go to the fucking hospital like this is not like i don't get it i just don't fucking get it and like and then the idea of like someone being like i want to put my hand up you like a muppet like i don't fucking i have no want for that i I don't want anyone's fingers up inside of me like i don't know like my dad tells me and he's like oh man you just wait until you get older you're gonna get your prostate checked and they're gonna have to see if your prostate's swollen or whatever like i will i'm 26 years old i will start eating and taking care of myself now so i can avoid a prostate exam fucking 40 years from now like that shit i don't like it you still gotta do it you still gotta do it oh fucking i don't want to well, I don't want to. Science will be far enough ahead. Maybe they'll just have a, like a, a nano-sized camera that can. You'll never know. I hope so. I really hope so. But like, th- but that's the thing. Like, I, I wouldn't. I would say this to somebody. Obviously, I'm saying it to you. And <laughs> where the hell else is listening to this? But like, it's something. It's not something that I would say to somebody that I was becoming intimate with yeah, like, yeah. early on. Like, if I was going to date somebody, like it's that's not the like, first thing you say. No, it's not. And like that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I kinda like I'm doing this because I think it's gonna be funny or at least it's gonna be interesting to somebody to listen to. Uh not because I have because I do have this kind of horrified idea in the back of my head that like somebody could listen to this and be like, Oh my god. And some ladies might listen to it and be like, things. Oh, so now I know some new stuff about Joe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that kinda it makes that's the reason I keep having these pauses of like <laughs> Do I really want to say this? Like, because, you know, like, that's the thing. When you come out and say things like that, like, I don't mind period sex. People are just like, fucking like, what? Like, you are not supposed to say that shit. Like, that's not something that you want to say to anybody that's a very personal thing. And I'm just like, I don't understand why. It's just fucking, it's a bodily function. Like, it doesn't, it's not a big deal. It, do, it doesn't bother me. It, I, I don't, I don't freak out because of it, you know? And I, maybe other guys do. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry that they do, but I don't know what to tell you. Like that's like I like th- that situation has happened more than once to me where yeah. something like that has occurred. And uh, in 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 one particular uh, uh, instance, there you know the girl got upset, and I said, you know, don't be upset. Why would you be upset? And she said, because other guys would. And I'm like, oh, I'm not other guys. I spent fucking nine hours talking to girls in one day. I'm not other guys. For fuck's sake. I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay, on to this next clip, which is uh, a lot less embarrassing and painful to listen to. It, basically, it's just us talking about politics, and I don't really know why I threw this out. I think it was an audio quality issue, but I picked it out. I cleaned it up as best as I could, and here it is for you. So without further ado, here is our second clip. We want to talk this time about libertarians, and I, I know it's probably some people that listen to this either have libertarian leanings or like I know I, know I have libertarian <laughs> leanings. Like I do. There's no question that I do. Okay, so then why are we talking about them? It's just like uh, my dilemma with liberty. It's 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 like most things. It's taking things to the extreme. I'm I'm all for personal liberties. I'm like I'm I've, I'm on record of like legalize all drugs. I'm on record of a sort of like a, let people jaywalk, let people not wear seatbelts if they want to. All those things are like, I mean I'm not I'm not gonna rail against the I, I'm pro seatbelt. I choose to wear a seatbelt all the time. I think people should wear seatbelts, but I, I think it's a little silly there's a law about it but like it's it's just a little silly it's 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 protecting people from themselves um torn on a little bit but that that's that's my libertarian leanings i'm 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 pro legalized drugs i'm pro personal liberties but i'm also pro socialized healthcare and social programs i mean i still live in canada i'm still pro socialism frankly <laughs> but like yeah. so i'm 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 conflicted on the whole thing. That's that's. I had written down on my notepad because occasionally things pop up. I'm like, we should talk about this. I, I wrote down libertarian dilemma, and when I, when I told it to Joey earlier, when I told it to you earlier, I was like, I think it's I think it's about how I don't like libertarians like Pendulette when they're totally like off the wall about it. But I think it might be the dilemma that I have personally between the the. My my socialist leanings, fighting against my libertarian leanings that I definitely have, because I definitely believe in both of the things, in moderation, <laughs> as yes. I tend to be. I, I don't think I, I, clearly a libertarian run wild is essentially anarchism, really, as far as I'm as far as my knowledge of both things extrapolates. That's how it is. Is libertarian yeah. to the extent to, to the extreme is anarchy. Strict, the, the strict definition of anarchy. I don't mean madness. I just mean no government, everyone for themselves. That kind of anarchy. And, and social to the extreme is communism, ascent like, and that clearly does not work, as we've seen in Cuba and Russia. And well, China's doing okay, but they're they're doing yeah, okay because they're doing not. okay because they're embracing plenty of capitalist things. Um, so yeah, so I, in the extremes, they're both bad things. But in moderation, I like them both, and that's why I'm torn. On well, the whole situation, personally. Let's, let's rewind a little bit because I think you're jumping ahead with whenever – okay, so I 
maybe about five years ago, if you would have had this conversation with me, I might have just said, like, yeah, let's talk about libertarians and, you know, fuck them or whatever, <laughs> whatever I would have said, yeah, especially considering that, like, I think our first episodes of Internet Boyfriends were about five years ago. It's been a while. It can't have been five years ago. Four or five years ago. It's been I a while, dude. I refuse to accept that. Yeah, well. We've done tw- we can't have done 29 episodes in five years. Hang on. I'm going back. It's it, it's been at least okay. I will say it's been at least three years. Three, be. three I can get behind. Three I can get behind. Okay, okay. episode two was August thirteenth of two thousand nine. Oh god. Yeah. Episode one was August first, two thousand and nine. There you go. That's a little more than three years. That's that's fair. I can get behind three years. Okay, so if you first episode, if you would have asked me to talk about libertarians three years ago, I probably would have said fuck them. I don't care, or yeah, I'm cool with them, whatever. I wouldn't really have had this conversation with you because I generally don't really, even though I went to school for economics and I really am into politics, I don't really like discussing philosophy. And I think that when you're discussing the principles of libertarians or the principles or, or merits or demerits or whatever of any of these ways of life, you, you're you kind of going into philosophy because it's, yeah, it's, none of this is really based on anything. It's just feelings. And I don't really like feelings. I don't like people like, I vote you know, based on my gut. Well, your gut is wrong. Your gut is full of bacteria and your bacteria doesn't know what the fuck it's, it wants or it doesn't yeah, understand. 10,000 bacteria are basically Metacritic, really. 10,000 bacteria have no... Even all of Metacritic couldn't understand PPACA, so they can go fuck themselves. And your bacteria sure as shit can't. That's why people call it Obamacare, because they're fucking retarded, and they need something to like latch on to and be like, it's good because Obamacare, or it's bad because Obamacare, or whatever, because fucking Obama. That's the media as much as anything, but... It's also people, though. Yeah, no, but I, wanna... I, Yes, and this is a holy conversation, but yes and no. Like, it's the media's like, we need a buzzword, quick way to say it. We're not going to say PPACA every time. It's not going to happen. So Fox says, it's Obamacare. And yeah, then everyone else says it's Obamacare because that became the name. Uh, yeah, all right. And, and I agree with you. Obamacare is a reductive bullshit thing. But like, it's... Because he's got, it's, he, it, he didn't write it. It's got nothing to do really with him. It's granted. Just, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Still, whatever. My point is that when we talk about these sorts of things now, where I'm actually... I, I actually do value philosophy i care about philosophy a lot more now i understand that philosophy is the root or at least the beginning of the conversation and when you want to talk about something like this we got to talk about what your guiding principle is i know what mine is and i have a whole little fucking spiel prepared just off the top of my head i fucking just came up with it but what is your guiding principle for hating on libertarians or or rather or what what is your what is your guiding principle for this sort of like iffy ground of sort of liking them sort of not liking them my dilemma is, ultimately is that it's like libertarian to the extreme is extremely selfish. It's extremely me first and not giving a shit about society as a whole. And I think a society is something in abstract terms. A society is something that should be cared for and nurtured and is, an, is one of the more important things that humanity has developed is a society to take us away from indiv- complete individuals which may have never really happened, but like you know, you know what I mean. But it's like it's the the creation of societal ideas and norms and values that bring people together, ideally without pushing other people away. Although most societies tend to push someone away, but like the way of bringing people together to work towards some sort of 
higher purpose, I think, is a noble and wonderful goal. And I feel like libertarianism at the extreme says, fuck that. This is all about me and my personal responsibilities. Let's just, I can cut in line because it doesn't matter. I can do this, I can do that because it doesn't matter. It's all about, I mean, no one, libertarians are not discussing policy about cutting in line, you know what I mean? But like, it's, it's still, the re, if there, if we were all libertarians, there would never have been seatbelt laws. And yes, I said seatbelt laws are a little silly before, but because we have seatbelt laws, cars have seatbelts in them and they wouldn't have had them otherwise. As such, this is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, but you're talking. Okay, so you're. That, this is my. This is my. That's that's my problem with libertarians. Is that at the extreme, it is very me first. Don't give a fuck about anyone else. Yeah, but even at the extreme, they're dealing with a very human problem, which is government and markets and all these things that we're trying to regulate through political meanderings or whatever we're doing here. You fuck. Do you truly understand how a market works? Do you understand where your coffee beans come from and how they get to you? Do you understand how pencils are made? I have like, a fairly good idea. Yeah, but okay, okay. Maybe even a step further than do you understand it? Do you believe in it? Do you truly like? Uh, you... I I I I have ish. I have severe issues with the free market as a thing. No, 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 no. I'm not saying the free market. I'm just saying markets in general. The, the idea that there is a market out there, that if you want to buy a pencil and you go to the store, there will be pencils there for you always because you the demand is there. Do you believe in the concept that if there is a demand, the market will say, oh, yes. there's a demand over there. We're going to go fulfill that somehow by I, I all of these I do believe magical- that will ultimately happen, yes. Okay, that's that really that puts you way ahead of the curve of most people because most people do not believe in markets. Most people treat markets like they are fucking magic because the idea no, of that it's bullshit. It's the whole totally, myth. That, I, I I really wish that I had notes for this episode so I could give you an actual fucking statistic or a quote or something. But I can tell you, most people do not understand and believe that the market works in these sorts of ways. Most people do not believe in the basic principles of economics. That's why most people have a really hard time with economics is because they hear the basic ideas of like, hey, it's the laws of supply and demand. Like that's a thing. Like there's – Of course it's a thing. Okay, but yeah, you believe that, and, and like, or even explaining something like marginal utility to someone—that's kind of that stuff is just really weird and out there. In the same way that most people can't answer if you flip a coin twice, what are the odds that you're going to get, or what are the what's the probability that you're going to get heads for both of the flips? A lot of people can't answer that fucking question. Most people are not good with probability. Most people are not good with math. Most people are not good with figuring out how all of these individual people. On the aggregate, all their preferences add up to something that makes macaroni and cheese show up in your grocery store. I had that for dinner tonight. There you go. See, that's the thing. People don't really – like it's it's that – um, I think it was Cracked or there's someone – something like Cracked. There was some sort of website that had a, oh, a article – yeah, well, whatever, but it, no, it's it's a very it's like bro philosophy, so that's why I like to kind of go to that. So cracked had, or no, I I'm gonna just say it was fucking cracked, whatever it was, whoever came up it with might it. Might have been college humor, to be fair. It could have been either one. I it could have been either one, but I think it was cracked because it was an article article about the monkey verse 
about how monkeys really don't understand the concept of like many monkeys, like thousands of monkeys. Like at most, you're really going to understand the concept of like a thousand people really being in your life. Anyone else is sort of outside your monkey verse. You have very, or even if you want to go with it more like higher fucking a, a more academic way of saying it you could look at daniel kahneman's uh, cognitive biases and say he has a, a a little acronym called uh which is basically uh, what you see is all there is speaking of which this is a slight aside i've been watching stuff like how it's made or a f- uh, food factory and the the scale and the volume of things that these people are making boggles the mind but that's what see, that's, and, that, and that's uh, why, I, and that's why I can sort of grasp that the world is much bigger than me because I'm like these people are making literally tons of these objects every day. Yes, and it, it's insane. Or not in my case, it was, the, the the thing that blew my mind was that the not what they're making, but what they're consuming. They're consuming tons of flour and and chocolate and blah 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 every day. And I'm like, what? Who's producing this? Where is this going? Why are we eating so many fucking rockets? I don't understand what is going on. But see, that's that's what I'm saying about people not really truly grasping and understanding and believing in economics because when you have something like a dollar bacon cheeseburger at Wendy's, people just shove that in their gaping maws and they really don't question like what it takes to make a dollar bacon cheeseburger. It takes a lot. And the only way to make that happen is economies of scale. You need a company like Wendy's operating on a multinational level, supply chains and all sorts of testing the market to see if, if people really want a bacon cheeseburger for a dollar or you know negotiating with you know uh fucking people who sell beef people who sell bacon people that sell dairy products people that sell lettuce fucking whatever it is everything there has to fucking all add up to making that dollar bacon cheeseburger and the same thing like the the milton friedman way of explaining it would be the pencil a pencil has like like that little fucking metal thing at the end of the pencil that has the holds the eraser yep. into the pencil someone makes those fucking of things course. and they don't make they don't make one of those. They make millions of those, and they crank them out every fucking day because the only way that you could afford afford in the sense of like someone would come along and do it better than you. So the only way for you to do it is to be operating at that optimal point of where you are just cranking out so many of those fucking things that your cost is so low compared to what people are willing to pay for a fucking pencil. Because when people pay for a pencil – they might come along eventually they might come along and say hey the guy who makes those little fucking metal things that holds the eraser on yeah uh fuck it i don't care about erasers that much i'll just buy the pencil without the eraser it would save me money and fuck them and the market is spoken that's it and that guy goes out of business and we don't have fucking pencils with erasers on the end or we just glue it to the end or whatever you know whatever the new you know way to to fucking innovate to fit to get around that fucking guy you know like that's that's what we do that's what the market is constantly doing and that's what it's supposed to do that's what capitalism is about capital will really that's yeah i'd say fucking capitalism the at the end well, yeah, result is. of capitalism is to be optimal is to be efficient oh, is yeah, to be, exactly yeah and this and that's the idea of with a libertarian i think the idea is that people really like this idea that we're all individually efficient people and that if i'm more efficient than you i should have privilege based on that and like you're saying about the idea of like cutting in line I don't think that a lot of libertarians would say I think that I should be able to cut in lines, you know, all no, over the place. No, but that's like uh, that's the concept unchecked. That's like, like it's to the extreme. That's that's what I was saying. No, but I'm saying I'm saying it as an on an unchecked or like a more reasonable way of looking yeah. at it. It might be saying like I think that we shouldn't have lines. We should have bidding instead. 
that if you're if we have movie tickets on sale, for example, and we have a hundred people waiting in line, and I'm number you know hundred and one, I should be able to walk up to someone and say, <laughs> yeah, I'll just fucking pay you twice the price of the ticket, or I'll walk to the movie theater and be like, hey, I'll, I'll pay twice the price that that guy's willing to pay, so I don't have to wait in line. There was a, there's an economic show on the CBC. Uh, I think I told you about it. And uh, I've heard a few episodes of it, and it's quite good. Yeah. And one of the episodes was about how. Uh, price gouging during disasters is ultimately a good thing. Yes, because in, that, in that the people that really need it will get it over the people that don't really need it and just want it. Yes, the point of a market and the point of prices in a market is because we're always going to have the problem of scarcity. Yeah. And when you have scarcity, you have to allocate resources. The best way to allocate resources is really to leave it up to the market to decide. And if you say, hey, I have – I think they actually use the example of a $20 bag of ice. Yep, that's exactly the episode I was talking about. Yes. It's, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard that episode. If you have, um, say, Hurricane Katrina, people's refrigerators start going out, everyone's going to run to the store and they're going to want to buy ice. If the store owner doesn't say, hey, the ice is $20 a bag and everyone goes, oh, shit, well, fuck that. I don't want to pay $20 a bag for ice. Then you won't have problems with the EMT that comes in later saying, hey, we have to keep this blood cool or, hey, I have an organ transplant that I have to keep, you know, this this uh, this cool. You know, I, we need ice or, we, you know, we need to, get to have ice for a hospital or something like that. Like th- that's the, those people will pay twenty dollars because those are like fucking who wouldn't pay twenty dollars, you know, save blood or an organ or a patient or whatever it is. Of course, you know, that's what it is, because the other the other thing, too, is. You can't simply say, oh, well, just hold it for emergency services because that moment may never come, I guess you could say. Uh, also, because there's a thing, too, of you don't want to give preference. You don't want to have to force people to give preferential treatment to, say, emergency services because there's there's always – in theory, there's always more ice because what people don't realize is that they're not operating in a vacuum. Yeah. Specifically in that episode, there's a guy who's arrested for price gouging because he buys a bunch of generators and a U-Haul truck and he drives into the area, which is fucked up, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. And he starts selling generators at a higher cost or at a higher price because his cost was higher because he had to bring them into the area and – you know, there's risk involved in that. If he could show up and go, "Hey, I have generators," and everyone goes, "No, we're cool. You know, we're okay. We don't need them. We don't need them." So, you know, just take them back or whatever. There's there's risk there. So he higher cost for him, higher price for the the people that were buying it. People said he was price gouging, so he got arrested and they stole the gen- or they, well, I shouldn't say they stole the generators. They confiscated the generators, and people got really upset about that because they said, "Hey, we could have used those. Why didn't they? Why didn't the government let that guy fucking sell generators to us? We totally would have paid for that." Yeah. But that's the idea of price gouging. It feels, it feels. And that's yeah, that, 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 that whole episode started with like, obviously everyone initially feels like price gouging, wrong. That was everyone's initial gut reaction. And they said, I specifically waited in the car to hear how they would explain how price gouging would be good. Because I also was like, no, price gouging is bad. You shouldn't do that. And I was like, oh, no, this is a totally reasonable analogy. I get it. And that's fine. But see, this is what I'm saying, that I, I feel kind of like a douchebag because anything that's not a centrist or a pragmatist approach to politics or economics, I'm fucking against because th- to me, price gouging, I understand it now. I, 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 I get it, and I understand, especially after going to school for so long and having this beaten into me and really trying to, to put this into me, I do believe in markets. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think that everyone does believe in markets because you have an episode like that. 
of where people are like, yeah, pr- fucking price gouging is evil. What? That's that's insane because the thing is price gouging wouldn't exist normally because other people would just come into the market and drive that person. If someone said all of a sudden, hey, you know, uh, fucking Twinkies are $300 a box, people would be like, oh, my God, no, Twinkies, $300 a box. And then, the, you know, two stores down, someone would say, oh, no, they're, they're, a, they're a dollar here, you know, because Twinkie, it's a fucking Twinkie. Yeah, you know? exactly. No one needs it, a Twinkie. Yeah, you can't just you can't. It's very rare that you can set the price on something, which is the whole. I mean, because the other thing too, I think what people are more afraid of is they automatically jump to thinking that price gouging will be uh, with with uh, monopolies or or with protected markets of where you say, yeah, no, for, monopolistic pricing is definitely an issue. There's no question there. Yeah, but it's a different issue. Yeah, exactly. it's an entirely yeah. different issue. It's not like that's not price gouging. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. that is more strictly speaking price gouging because you don't have an option otherwise. Like, you, there's no there's no market involved then, so it is a more realistic version of price gouging in a way. Well, but I mean, you don't really ha- you don't really have an option either in the case of needing ice during a hurricane. No, but mm-hmm. you might find someone who's nicer than that person. That's all. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, in theory, but I mean, really, the other question too is the difference between wants and needs, and I think yeah. in America we don't fucking get that at all. <laughs> uh, especially we, because no, we don't really in Canada either. We, we're very similar in a lot of ways. It's just our policies are different about it. Well, well but I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that to like just shit all over Americans. I'm saying that's it's a very, uh, it's a it's a first world thing, and it's not necessarily a bad first world thing. Because actually, I was listening to uh, fucking Y Combinator did Startup School, and they were talking about fa- they were talking to Mark Zuckerberg. It was Paul Graham and Mark Zuckerberg, and they were talking about Facebook. And Paul Graham made the point that everyone needs Facebook now, and people in the audience laughed. And they he's like, no, no. no. Facebook has gone beyond want. You need Facebook now in the same way that you need a cell phone now. You don't want a cell phone anymore. No one, no one in our modern society wants a cell phone. Given, a, a, given cell phone. a certain definition of need, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. In a, in a first world, like how do you operate yeah, without exactly. a fucking phone number? I mean you fucking need – you need a phone. If you – especially like if somebody like me – I don't ever really fucking use my phone. I, I hate the phone. I, I want nothing to do with it. But I know I fucking need a phone number because <laughs> if I want to do anything with work, I need a phone number. The thing is my iPhone least for is a phone. Yeah, yeah. Like fucking, yeah. texting and actual phone stuff is the bottom of the list of what I use my iPhone for. Really? Yeah. Um, anyways, we're, we're fucking getting off topic yeah, here. So what do, you, what do you think about libertarianism? I I think that my guiding principle is that anything that anything that violates or messes with the there's a philosopher named John Rawls and he has this idea called the uh, fuck now now I'm gonna I had this I had this all before uh, while you were talking I was like I know exactly what I'm gonna say and now I now I'm gonna fuck it up uh, it's uh, the the veil of veil of ignorance is what it is John Rawls and he talks about how take yourself out of your current position in Canada. And think about reinserting yourself as a child in Canada, newborn, for example, or even an immigrant or wherever you want to insert yourself back into the society. You are reinserting yourself under the veil of ignorance. You have no idea where you're going to end up in society. Do you want to enter your society? I think most Canadians would because I think that there's a pretty good chance you're going to end up on your feet and you're going to do okay. Yeah, Americans... Mm, there's a lot of disparity. There's yeah. a lot of problems in America. I personally would never fucking take that. I am a I am a white male from the suburbs. I am 
pretty fucking solid, uh, you know, all things considered. Uh, I, have, I, have, I fucking have a college education. Four-year college education, graduate with honors. I'm fucking doing pretty goddamn good. If I stopped wanting to be a writer, I'd be doing fine. But that's the thing. I have all those things ready. I don't want to reinsert myself in society as possibly a non-white female, uh, non-suburban you know, uh, person. Uh, there's a pretty good chance I could re-enter society as someone that is just fucked yeah. uh, completely. And that scares the crap out of me. And it really scares the crap out of me. There are people who truly believe in things like anything that Ayn Rand said, uh, <sighs> anything that really a lot of popular libertarians say, because I, I like libertarian economists because most economists are hardcore liberals. And I like libertarian economists because it helps me become more of a centrist. And I like being a centrist. Because I, I like guns, but I also like gun control. I like abortion, but I also like the fact that, you know, maybe we should figure out, you know... Being, being a centrist by all rational thought is clearly the best way to go because you are assimilating the best ideas of both sides and coming with a better position. Yeah, but, but At least that, if you're a sensible... Like, unless you're like, eh, you're wishy-washy, but if you're a sensible, logical centrist, you will take the best parts of the left, socially progressive... Uh, into good healthcare for everyone and the right, which is like you will and merge it and use it as a amalgam of the two in some glorious new form in theory. However, centrists get a, don't have any voice anymore, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I'm sort of fucked either way because I, I was saying I want to be a centrist. I am not a centrist. I think it's fair to say. Because I, if we're talking about what I really am at heart, is a hardcore fucking liberal. Well, I, yeah, I, you, you, in America, you would not, you would be a hardcore leftist. In the world at large, you would probably be more center. No, 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 no. The things I say, the things that come out of my mouth, yeah, I think it's fair to to classify me as that. But, the things that I have inside of me that I want for everyone, like socialized healthcare and the ability to most of the world uh, has socialized healthcare. No, 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 no. I'm gonna keep going. Okay. Uh, I, to have a completely open policy with drugs, uh, sensible. Drugs legal, that is uh, not normal, to, but that is sensible. Uh, to have no no corporate tax whatsoever. Okay. Uh, to have no income tax whatsoever. To okay. have no. You're losing uh, me. You're losing me. What's that? You're losing me. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm fucking moonbat. So how right? would you tax people? What, what is your ideal? I'm just curious. I mean, we're, we're getting off topic here. But if there's no income or corporate tax, how would people gather tax revenue? Because I think we both agree we need some revenue for the government to run. Consumption tax. Consumption tax only? Consumption, consumption tax. Well, okay, consumption tax and externality taxes. Basically, I, as someone who is into economics – Yep. I think that the only reason you should tax people is to discourage the things that you don't want. And the two things that we really don't want in our world are externalities, which are basically any of the bad negative externalities, any of the bad uh, side effects of things like pollution or obesity or whatever it is. Tax the shit out of that stuff. You want to smoke cigarettes? Go fucking crazy as long as you pay us the fucking due taxes on those cigarettes so that we can then – 
take that money and fucking put it into cancer research so that someday we can just make a pill and give you the pill and say, here, you won't get cancer from smoking like fucking in transmission. But do, do you think we could have taxes high enough on those things to fund the programs you want to happen like socialized healthcare? I, th- I think that you could, I think that you could have that if you had a really, really strict consumption tax that you were able to administer well because the problem with the consumption tax is that businesses are going to want to skim off the top because if you have if you have a if you if you only have a consumption tax you really have to be on top of business owners Quebec too. just changed everything so everyone at least restaurants at least have to have a specific kind of receipt that tracks every bit of tax and can be logged and sorted out so that their restaurants aren't skimming off the top anymore and making sure tax is actually passed up to the government. Exactly, yes. And that's that's totally that's totally doable. And some now. governments and some restaurants have shut down because of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there I'm, there's there's a lot of people who say that pretty much you wouldn't have mom and pop stores in Manhattan if it wasn't for the fact that they could be skimming off the top because mm. if you know this is fucking how it is. Margins are tight. I get that, but the nowadays with computers, there's really uh, computers and the ability to really track what's going where and who's doing what. Uh, I think you could probably really capture a lot when it comes to a consumption tax because it's really. I mean, beyond like the necessities, yeah, I think you should fucking tax that stuff. I think that you should really, you know. But the problem, I guess, also is like determining what the necessities are. I mean. I think that everyone should live a American middle class life in the world. Yeah, that, the that world. is the, that is the ideal for every, that should be everyone's ultimate ideal. If you have too much money, suck it up. If you don't have enough, you should get like ultimately that is the target everyone should be shooting for. Look, the ridiculous wealth and opulence is absurd. Yeah, but the thing is, is that what I just said is absurd. It because is. Because <laughs> for everyone in the world to have a middle-class American lifestyle, that is fucking insane. I know some people, it's, it's you know, you're dialing it back. But still, I mean, fucking for a lot of the world... There's probably enough wealth in the world to do that, though. Uh, well... Considering other parts of the world won't necessarily need to have as much money to live a month... Like, Amer- I mean... Uh, although, ultimately, they would end up raising... The- anyway, you're true. But anyway, like, it's probably... Much, way, a much larger percentage could live a middle class lifestyle if there weren't a small amount of people hoarding money, essentially. Well, but it's not so much about money, it's about resources. It's yeah, but like, it, resources. So wealth, like, it's as a more of a vague term, but like, it's, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not cash. It's not, that's not, that's not being hoarded, but like, it's. Yeah, but there's no, there's no reason, that's what I'm saying about. A consumption tax and 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 really trying to readjust that that I, I think I think it's extremely important and the reason why is because there's no reason to not have wealth there's never gonna be a point in time of where you're gonna say I want less money ever money doesn't work that way because money at a certain point stops being traded for goods and services and stops being traded for even investment or or the possibility of more money and simply becomes insurance. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people again like this is a lot of a lot of people don't understand this point, but 
I mean, this and this is the very libertarian sort of if you have it, you should have it in the sense of or like if you have money, it should act as insurance. I think it's a very libertarian sort of way of thinking if you have a lot of money, if you made a lot of money in your lifetime, you should be able to buy and sell other people. You should be able to buy and sell whatever you want because it's your money. You should be able to do what you want with it. The government shouldn't regulate that. Especially because, like you said, it's it's very selfish, but it's also the idea of it's also very self-involved in that no one's going to save you. You're the only one that's going to save you. The sweat off your brow is the only thing that's going to save you. So you have to fucking work hard and get a lot of money and and have that as insurance. Because if you need, uh, say, you know, a doctor. You can't depend on the government to get you health care. Even if there is socialized health care, there's lots of problems with that of where you might not be able to get that doctor. I mean, like the idea of like Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is dead. And yep. he had lots of fucking money and lots of power and lots of everything. So let's say he partially chose that. Like he went to ridiculous holistic things as opposed to actually take going to an actual doctor, but it is what it is. Okay. Well, <laughs> But but still, okay, okay, or even I'll even take it to an extreme so that it, there's no ambiguity here. Yeah, there's a fucking zombie apocalypse, or or even or even a world war, something horrid, absolutely horrid. Like, you know, citizens revolt, everyone's eating each other, whatever's going on, just fucking panic in the streets in the very like British punk sort of way, and people who have money are able to simply say, I have gold or I have resources or whatever I have stockpiled here. I have unbelievable wealth and I don't want to die. And I want to live a relatively painless life of where I can protect myself and protect my family and my heirs and my, you know, uh, my children and their children and so on and so forth. And I want that. That's why I have all this money is enabled mm-hmm. to, to, to pre- protect myself and my offspring. That's a very human thing. To, to, to gather resources in order to protect ourselves in the future and protect our offspring and protect our genetic, you know, our genetic material so it continues on into the future. So at some point, uh, uh, you know, this extremely rich, you know, person might turn to you or me and say, your family, you know, one of your family members could be taken care of, you know, with you, you know, Michelle or say, you know, me with, it's, you know, my sister or something like that. You know, I'll take care of this person that you really care about after you're dead. However, you have to basically be in my private army of where I'm just going to grind you against zombies or psychos or whatever's out there on the you know or, or like the the uh, not not Blade Runner the 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 road road warrior sort of like you know like the the crazies looking for gas you know out on the road you know whatever it is you're going to be out there risking your life every day to protect me and I'm going to take care of your loved ones and, and that's going to be the deal here basically or, or or something basically some way of saying. I'm able to transform as this rich person. I'm able to transform all of this wealth into security, literal security for me. And that's the thing is there's no there's no fucking reason why you would ever give up any fucking money ever, ever to the government, to other people, to anything ever until that moment of where you suddenly have to convert money into security. Yeah. Because until because it be, after a while, money becomes insurance, and people genuinely do not fucking understand that. People really think I don't know why, but people really think that like Mitt Romney is going out and buying like yachts and 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 like you know like like ski lodges and you know whatever else. Like yeah, I'm sure he has lots of stuff, but after a while, even the richest people stop having stuff and they just have wealth. They have investments. They yeah. have. They have 
well, they have something with it, like gold bars, whatever it is, they have something that's storing in their wealth. And that's why rich people stay rich and poor people stay poor is because wealth, fucking compound interest is a motherfucker. It just is. When you have lots of money, it's very easy to make money because all you have to do is just invest, prudently invest in safe fucking things and you will have money and your children will have money. And that's the fucking America. It's a human dream yeah. to have that level of security. There's no reason why anyone, anyone rational would ever give that shit up. Not for society, not for you, not for me, not for fucking anything. If you say the, the fucking planet's going to explode, even at that point, it's like, yeah, well, fuck the planet. Because I don't give a shit. Like, well, even like, but you know, even contrary to what I just said, well, then what about your heirs or what about your offspring? Well, fuck them. Because the, the, once there's a problem, if I can't basically, if I can't buy a spaceship to leave this planet to find another habitable planet, which we at this point can't, fuck them then. Basically, and that's where most of these problems tend to fall. It's either fuck you, I don't want to give up my security, or fuck you, I don't. No one's produced the answer to this problem, so I'm going down the ship with you. You know, go down, going down on the same ship. Fuck it, I don't care. So I think that's what a lot of libertarians find that really satisfying. To to say I made this money, it's mine. Fuck you. If 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 I can, and that's that's my dilemma. Like I, I appreciate the civil liberty, like the personal liberty thing, but like you have to also care about society, and that's my dilemma with libertarianism as a concept. It's like it's it's not a society, it's not a pro society kind of thing. But most people don't. Most people don't believe that they're a part of society, <sighs> or they they believe. Crazy. They don't they believe that they are an active member of society. You know, in the same way that I've heard a lot of people talking about with the election, if you don't vote, you don't have a say. If you don't vote, you can't complain about things. Fuck you. What do, who, who the fuck are you to tell me that I can't complain about things if I don't vote? I'm going to vote, but fuck you. Because guess what? Either way, I'm fucking paying taxes somehow, yeah. some way. I'm a fucking citizen in this country. As long as I'm a citizen of the United States and actively retaining my citizenship, not committing crimes or doing whatever it is that would cause me to be fucking deported into space, you know, then, then fuck you. As an American, I can say whatever the fuck I want. That's the that's fucking. I'm not gonna say it's a right, but I'm I'm gonna say I will say whatever the fuck I want about the president. I will say whatever the fuck I want about the guy who's running against the president. It doesn't fucking matter, especially because they're just fucking words, and it doesn't really fucking yeah. matter. But but ultimately, the idea that you have to to have to vote to 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 mean something, or your words have to you know be backed by a vote. Uh, what about seventeen year olds? You don't think they have a fucking opinion about the economy or the the fucking president or, or any of these things that affect all of us? Because we all fucking have opinions. If we have a pulse, you know, we we have something that's going on in our head that wishes things were better or worse or, or however we want them to be. I don't know. And and that's at least with I I, I do hate a lot of people who call them. I, I sh- okay, I I shouldn't say hate. Strong word. I don't really hate a lot of things. Uh, I, I hate Ayn Rand. That's for fucking I, I, Ayn Fuck Rand her. and Hitler. Yeah, Ayn Rand and Hitler are the two people I can say I definitely hate. Everyone else is a strong dislike. I strongly dislike a lot of libertarians because they're very smug and they act like they know everything and they, yes. they act like yeah. There's it's 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 very like they're the like political nerds generally. They're, the politi- like. they're political atheists. Like the, I, and I'm an atheist, but a lot of atheists are smug assholes. Yeah, yeah. It, it's because the idea is. I fend for myself. I want to continue to fend for myself. I don't need society. I don't need the government. I don't think you. I don't think you 
get that I don't need the government or or just the idea of I've survived this long not taking handouts from the government, that sort of behavior, which, which is, is bullshit. Yeah, ultimately, yeah. <laughs> did you oh. go? Unless you you went to private school entirely, you went to like no university that had government subsidies. You never like, it's it's absurd. Like it's you okay. live in a society that is pretty. You never had a policeman involved in any way. You never had a firefighter involved in any way. Like all these things are covered by governments of some level. But it's okay, but it's even a step further than that. That's what I'm saying. People people tend to to look at it in. I don't want to say it's a superficial way, but. It's it, it's it's that's a very surface way of looking. All the things you just said are just surface things yeah. that people look at because they're tangible. You, they're, they're tangible. You can say, "Well, you never use the police." No, no I've never used the police. Do you ever use a road? Been, like, well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, okay, but even even a step further than that, people don't realize that there's there's so much that goes into making the the bare minimums that we fucking depend on. Yeah. The fact that there was a hospital that you were born in. Okay, let's okay. Even let's say a step further than that. You weren't born in a hospital. You were born in a tub with a midwife there. Uh, and there was you know, like, was there electricity in that? Like, was the water warm? Yeah, whatever it is, or even just the ability of saying that you have safety and security to some level because there's this system of where we send people to public school so that they can get jobs so they don't grow up to be criminals. That exists. Even if you never engage anything with public school, what's public school whatsoever, there's still a system, for better or worse, that is keeping people active in the economy so that they're not doing horrible things like just fucking ripping shit off the side of your house to make, you know, temporary shelter for themselves. You know, when you have such crazy wealth disparity, fucking that's that's a problem because it's like like oh i don't fuck fucking welfare i'm never gonna take handouts uh guess what i don't care if you're never gonna take handouts because i think that the reason we have welfare is so that we have everyone existing at a level of where they go hey things could be worse if you have an entire society of people saying hey well things could be worse that's fucking great that is really like that's that's that is my dream uh, for America and every other country is to have a country full of people going, eh, it could be worse. Because if you have lots of people thinking and truly believing that, things are going to be okay. Generally, you don't have people that are being complete dicks to each other all the time. Because the reason why a lot of this assholery, and even a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm, I'm a fucking libertarian. You know, my parents worked hard for their money and so on. Okay, well, the only reason they're able to keep that wealth and pass that wealth on to you is because of our fucking economy and the way that our infrastructure is. If there wasn't that infrastructure, if there wasn't a fucking society, you wouldn't be able to fucking live in the way that you do. You have At some point, you have to acknowledge that and say, hey, society at some level is a good thing, and I'm glad that there is a government that taxes me on some level. I know that a lot of people are not that crazy. They do understand that they ha- there has to be a government. They do understand there has to be taxes. They do understand that there has to be some sort of regulations. They get that. But, I mean, come on. It, fucking, it's just... I, I, and I know, really, I think when a lot of people talk about political stuff, they're not really arguing... I guess it's like two arguments. It's like, you know, there should be abortion, where it's like, yeah, no shit, of course there should be abortion. Or, or you know, it's like, yeah, you should have, you know, fucking... Well, it should be the, the availability of abortion. 
Well, I was going to say, no, no, I'm just saying, like, duh questions of where it's yeah. like, yeah, separation of church and state. Yeah, no shit. Of course you should fucking have that. Uh, versus, like, the little, like, kind of, like, the the fucking squeaky, like, you know, like, little kind of, like, niggling questions of where it's like, yeah, well, fucking, you know, should there be, you know, a cigarette tax? Or, you know, should we should we allow people to smoke in restaurants, you know, if they pay extra? You know, or or should you have the the soda tax this or the soda ban mm-hmm. that they have in New York? You know, like of those things. You know, is that is that good or bad? You know, I think the government should stay out of my business, and I should be able to drink what kind of soda I want. Okay, well, you know, how the fuck are we going to make sure that you aren't you know just just riddled with diabetes and we have to cut off you know like like it's it's, 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 not, it's I love the word riddled. I'm not sure riddled and diabetes necessarily go together. Diabetes all up in your shit. Like, it's just fucking, just like, you gotta cut a foot full of diabetes. Wilford Bimley oh. is just chock full just, of just, diabetes. Yep. Yeah, like, you, you cry and the diabetes just, just comes pours out. out. Ducks. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I, there's gotta be some, there has to be some sort of regulation. I know that we can argue for days about what sort of regulation there should be. And that's why, like, that's why I said that's why I go back to my guiding principles of basically: can we reduce suffering in some way with this? Can we help out with this idea of disparity so that we can kind of go with the Rawlsian, you know, it, do, do I want to re-enter the society under the veil of ignorance? Yeah, exactly. Like the soda tax will will may alleviate some suffering, and really, no one is going to suffer from lack of soda. Frankly, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not against soda. I occasionally like it. I love cherry Coke. We can't get it in Canada anymore. But like it's I, – I will have a soda once in a while. And I know friends of this and people listening to this love soda. But frankly, you don't need soda. <laughs> you, and if, if you love soda that much, you can spend an extra 20 cents to get fucking soda. Because that's but, really all it is. Well, but see, that's, that's the thing of where I – I'm with you, and I think I think it's the difference of. And this is I, not. And this is the non-libertarian side of me speaking. Like clearly, a libertarian view would be against this entirely. Yeah, but. Uh, but, I'm, but again, again, I'm pro drug legalization. I'm pro like, and taxation. Granted, I'm pro prostitution legalization. Much more, even more so than the drug legalization and taxation regulation. So that's the, the I want people to be able to choose to smoke pot and fuck a lady and pay for it, but also have those things be regulated and taxed. But that's see that's what I'm that that's where I'm slowly uh, um, uh, um, pausing my way over <laughs> to to that, which is that I I hope that if someone wants to be six hundred pounds, they can be six hundred pounds. Of course, if, you, if they if choose, you... if they want to be that, great. Yes. If you want to be that dude, go right ahead. In the same way that I, I've been trying to balance a lot of how I feel politically with how I feel and act emotionally, because that specific the soda ban and a lot of that stuff specifically is very, very close to this American discussion, very American discussion about whether or not it's okay to be fat. And I think that. I uh, not too long ago there was a somebody that was there was a, a uh, fucking what is it like a newscaster? Uh, actually, it was Ron Livingston's sister. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that yeah. her r- railing against the troll that said, "How can you sit, talk about this because you're fat?" 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, and while I'm fucking with her, you know, I don't, I don't think she really needed to like say it in public because it's kind of like no shit kind of material. But I guess that's the country, and that's the that's where we are right now as a country. I guess if yeah. you need to get on the news and be like, "Hey, you shouldn't be making fun of other people, jackhole." <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I I don't want to say to somebody, "Hey, we should tax soda because we want to get rid of fat people," because. I think that I I have overweight friends and I have I know overweight people and they're fucking awesome and and I was an overweight person and I don't think that there's anything really wrong with being overweight even if you're like morbidly obese even if you're that person whose ass is fused to a couch I don't really see a problem with that on the one to one scale and that's i think it's a very human problem we have is when i know people i'm like dude i fucking you know i i love fat people i think they're great and i don't see a i don't see a problem with that until i, I, I wouldn't mind making it more difficult to be fat frankly well this it, it should be something yeah. you should strive for like if you want to be fat work at it do it yeah. make it a little more difficult to be if you want to be it great enjoy more power to you but there's, there's let's make it more of a choice fun. Yeah, yeah. In, embrace, embrace gluttony if yeah. you if you want to if you want to be fat. Just fucking own that shit and be proud of it and fucking be like, this is a part of me. I really like this because I really like the idea of owning your vices. Yeah. Because uh, a, a friend of mine was complaining about I, I, how I drink too much, I smoke too much, and but I enjoy both those things and I have control over them still. But I embrace them fully. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I have no uh, shame over drinking or smoking pot at all. And then I, I think I'm going to try to make this my last point. But anyways, a friend of mine was complaining about how his girlfriend was in a class recently and they're in college and she was getting yelled at by this rather large overweight woman because she was sexually promiscuous or she likes sex. Basically, she said, hey, I like sex. And then this, this who doesn't. Uh, Sorry, go on. <laughs> OK, well, but still this this overweight character in her class said that's, you know, that's because you're a slut. And 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 the response, the this this uh, the the skinny girl, I guess it's fair to say, uh, her response was, "What is the fucking difference between someone who is a glutton for food or someone who is a glutton for sex? If you oh, like, I love this sex, person. If you like sex a lot, what the fuck's the difference? I mean, because like, really, I mean, isn't like, it, aren't we both just saying that we really like? pleasure in our brains like yes. we just want dopamine we want we want fucking reward you know in our brains that's all we want can we just on some level can as humans can we just be like fucking fist bump over that and be like yeah there's nothing there's no difference between us really it's you're just both you, hedonists and you're feeding your hedonism in different ways ex- yeah exactly exactly and that's the thing i think it's another reason why I, i'm not i'm moving away from this hatred of hypocrisy but I still have remnants of that left in me. And that's a lot of what bothers me about libertarians is that holier-than-thou attitude of where even even in those rare circumstances where someone really does get you know uh, immense wealth or you know whatever it is uh, through really like hard work and you know it's not luck, it's not society, it's clearly that person really making their way, you know, which is extremely fucking rare. Uh, whatever it is, like whatever their opinion is, whether it's about you know drug legalization or 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 what you know, or I hate fat people or or you know whatever, or where I love fat people, there should be more of them. Whatever the argument is, 
uh, it just it just feels so disingenuous and so just fucking shitty in the way. And I know that this is like I hate saying you know like I feel this way and therefore I'm gonna you know back it up with you know facts and opinions of mine that are a little you know less feelings based in order to prove my point, which is also kind of disingenuous and shitty because you know all we're doing is we're arguing over these guiding principles of how we you know feel and how we were raised and things like that. Uh, but truly, I, I don't, I don't fucking think there's a huge difference deep down between a libertarian and me. I think that the two of us just want to be happy. Mm-hmm. Well, we that's wanna... the same with like really the same with anyone of any political leaning whatsoever. Ultimately, humans want to be happy, content, and go about the business in their own way. Ultimately, yeah. And, yeah. and whether you're Republican or Democrat or communist or socialist or libertarian or fascist, ultimately, I mean, maybe not fascist, but like ultimately that's what you want to do as a person, as an individual person, that's what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. The question for me is more along the lines of if you can't get over yourself, you've got the veil of ignorance to try to figure that out. Um, but if you can kind of get over yourself – are you really making decisions that are benefiting more than just you? Mm-hmm. And I know that even in economics, I think a lot of people who really are way, way more interested in the field and way, way more uh, well-versed in the field than, than myself would say that's – I'm full of shit because that's all the economy is, all market is, just everyone acting in their own self-interest and then it forms you know, whatever it forms on the aggregate and hopefully that's good shit. You know, the idea is – if everybody wants socialized healthcare or most people want socialized healthcare, we'll figure that out politically and the market will provide or you know the the you know the brain trust or whatever the, the society will come together and make that happen. I don't entirely believe that's that's why I'm a liberal because I truly don't believe in the good of humanity, I guess when it comes to those sorts of things. I think that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be standing in the way of that uh, for I, better or worse. Yeah, that's a whole so. other discussion. Like I, I I feel that the average human is a good person, but the the non-average person is not a good person will exert power over the good people and fuck things up for everyone else. Yeah, but I mean <laughs> that's, that's my dilemma. <laughs> but then that's also why I guess I, I I this is why I tend to keep this shit to myself because when it comes to libertarians, they're trying to escape coercion, which is they yeah, want great. to escape other people exerting pressure on them in that sort of way, whether it's politically or, or socially or whatever, and just say, hey, you know, I'm my own person, I want liberty. I want liberty. My my freedom is fucking the most important thing here, and I can fucking kind of respect that. I don't I don't respect that in the everyone quoting Ben Franklin. You know, a person. You know, what was it? The person who wants liberty and security uh, deserves neither. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, fucking that's Ben Franklin has. You know, Ben Franklin was an amazing guy, but don't fucking quote Ben Franklin to me, assholes. Because <laughs> fuck you. Uh, especially because you're no goddamn Ben Franklin libertarian, but that's the thing. Like, I, I get it. I get where you're coming from, and I want to say, like, yeah, fucking right on. I think that it's important to have that voice in the conversation. I just would prefer that libertarians be a just another voice and not the loudest voice. They're yeah. one of those people that well, again, libertarians aren't the loudest voice either because the loudest voice is the religious right at this point, at least in America. Yeah, yeah, and, and they are not liber- strictly speaking libertarians in any stretch of the yeah, imagination. Tea libertarians. Yeah, but there's a big but involved in that, really. Yeah, there's a huge but there. <laughs> they're not real. They they think they're libertarians, 
But they don't want to let everyone else be as they wish to be. They don't. Yeah, it's probably fair to say, yeah. That's that's the the issue. And also, most of them are on welfare, so... Like, okay, no, not most, that's not fair. But, like, a large... There's a huge chunk of people on welfare that are Tea Party members that believe in small government and libertarianism that are going to hurt themselves by doing so. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, the, the, I've, I think I've even said this before on the, the podcast, which is that there are people that will say, I hate the government, I hate taxes, I hate all these things, but I'll get a mortgage because I get a tax break. Yeah. You know, it's like... It's absurd. Yeah. It's totally absurd. Like, this, the, the, any any single person that is like, I hate Obama and socialism, if he wins again, I'm moving to Canada. Yeah. Which I've heard repeatedly from people that are otherwise intelligent... Anyone who says that is a parroting fucking moron. There is no question, considering Canada, in every single respect, is more socialist than America. It's absurd. Frankly, every other country you would be comfortable moving to as a right-leaning American is more socialist than America. Every single country. Yes, any first world country. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm saying, that you'd be comfortable living in. There are yeah. third world countries that you would not be comfortable living in that are less that are, that are less socialist than America, but every country you would like to live in is more socialist than you. So yeah. you're a fucking moron if you want to move. Yeah, that's pretty fucking spot on, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. This is why I generally don't listen to people when they talk about politics. I just kind of be like, yeah, whatever, whatever you think. Especially because to me, most people are like, oh, Obama's a socialist. I'm like, wow. You are fucking crazy to say that, because to me, Obama looks like fucking George Bush to most of you. Like that's like it. Like by comparison, like I am fucking way, way left of everyone at heart. And the, the, the America, the left wing in America, is not left wing compared to the rest of the world. No, 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 no. Left wing of America is right is is right of center. We'll say we're not say right of center for the rest of the world. Yeah, it, it, and that, and that pains me because I'll get into arguments with people and say I really don't want to vote for Obama because I feel he's too too much of a fucking mess for me. Well, that dude, know, granted, that dude. like it's it's that that's the I feel that's this is the word it comes down to. I feel you should vote. And if you're going to vote, I mean, I know that spoiled balance aren't really counted, but like, I feel like if everyone that's like, I don't want either two to win, and went and voted for Elmo or something, and there was a record turnout of spoiled ballots, I feel that might say more of a message than record turnout of non-showing up, or record yeah, but- non-turnout. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is a whole other discussion, but like, this is, this, I got into arguing with Michelle about this. Like, she's like, you should either not vote or vote for, pick a, pick a party, because in, in Quebec we have a million parties, but like pick a party yeah. and vote for one. And I'm like, no, if I feel none of these parties fit me properly, I should go and vote for something else. Is what I, I feel like everyone should vote for what they believe in, and if it's neither of the two, they should vote for what that is. And I feel that sends more of a message than not voting, which just sends a message of, ultimately sends a message of apathy. Ultimately. Yeah. And that, yeah. that's that's what that's what annoys me. Like I, I and yes, I know that most people, not not most, but people that plenty of people that don't vote are not voting not because they're apathetic, but because they don't want either of the two main parties to win. And that's fair. I, I get that. If Obama and Romney, who are both full of shit, but like, <laughs> I get that. But you, and in America, you're in a, you're 
you're in a whole other position where you ha- you sort of have to vote against Romney if you are a, a liberal. Yeah, exactly. You sort of yeah. have to do it because otherwise bad things could happen to you. You don't have a choice. It's like it's vote for Romney or vote against Romney in this case because that's the situation your your country is in right now and it's bullshit. It's total yeah. bullshit. No, no, the vast majority of the country agrees on the vast majority of things. And yet, you have these two people who don't speak to most people anymore. It's it's ridiculous. But that's that, see, that's why ultimately I would rather talk about technology or other yeah, things, sure, society sure. or whatever, than than talk about politics because politics is a linear thing. Politics, well, politi- American. People- let's let's be fair. American politics, especially, are a linear thing. Yeah. Okay. American politics are a very slow. Canadian isn't thing. much better, but it's not quite the same thing. We're at the point of where we're waiting for people to die off in order to make things happen. <laughs> Gay marriage is not going to happen anytime soon simply because some old fucker's got to die off. And that's, it's, it's so sad that I have to say that because fucking. We're, we're lucky we got that in earlier. We're go, we are verging, we are leaning right as we speak. So we're lucky we got in the gay marriage thing and other things early. So if it was happening now, it would not have happened. Yeah. But federally at least. It's just uh, it, that, that's what I'm saying. It's a linear thing that's just it takes time for people to go either a oh I'm an idiot I'll fucking change my mind about that or b fucking people die yeah. uh, and and that's it. Uh, it takes a long time. I mean, we are the country that totally believed that slavery was a bad thing for lots of years and fucking went along with slavery for political reasons because that's what we had to do. Yep. And in the same way that, hey, integration is a really good thing and fucking you should be able to marry black people if you want. Yeah, but we're not going to do it yet because, you know, it's a political thing. It takes some time. You know, wait for some people to die or, you know, opinions to change. What are you going to do? Whereas fucking technology, that shit changes all the fucking time. It is so goddamn fast how fast technology. I mean, in my life alone, technology has changed in a way that is mind-boggling. Fucking mind-boggling. So it's, that, that's – to me, I really look forward to when people say, hey, should we have cloned babies or, hey, should we have organ farms or, hey, should we be you know, growing parts on you know, orphan children to you know, pay, you know, allow this libertarian guy to get a new heart or you know, whatever it is? Because then slowly but surely it's going to make abortion seem like a non-fucking issue when you're saying like, hey, should you be able to marry your own clone? Uh, gay marriage doesn't seem too fucking weird compared to clone marriage. Like that's yeah. you know, like that's 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 all it is. Technology yeah, was, is the great white hope. I was just watching something about uh, where the gay marriage topic was like, you guys got to move on from this because pretty soon it's going to be gender issues. It's going to be the major topic of people that are like, I want to be a man. Like it's more and more of the trans stuff that's going to be taking the forefront, possibly in the future, as it's as people decide to be more fluid about that kind of stuff. And gay marriage will be like, oh, this is simple. That is simple yeah. and no question. There's no gray area. It's just like two guys want to be married. Great, let's let them do it. Let's let these people that are three different genders because they made up a new one. That's an issue at this point. Like that's that's where we're going. We're getting more and more in that direction. And I'm pro that direction. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, same here. Yeah, I, I I'm fine with that. Let's fucking play Doctor Frankenstein. I don't give a shit. Like yeah. let's let's fucking make some shit happen. Let's as long play. as it only hurts you. 
and that's yeah. a libertarian in me. This is again like <laughs> we're back. This is the, the thing we disagree on is a totally libertarian thing. Like it's like yeah. let people do whatever the fuck they want to their own bodies as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else. Well, but, okay, which well, is everyone can agree to ultimately. Like this is that given a certain definition to hurt everyone else, everyone can agree to that. Yeah, but I mean, I think there's also uh, I wouldn't go so far as to say that I would be a strict libertarian on that because a i think i would say you can do whatever you want with your own body as long as you are able to pay for the externalities of that and i don't think there are really yeah no granted i don't think the government should pay for everything like in canada you can't so like sex change operate actually i can't say in canada for one thing because each province has a different system yeah and two apparently in quebec if you were i think it's if you're under 18 I want to get one plastic surgery thing done. You can have it done covered by the government. That is fucking awesome. You must have th- boob jobs all over the place. You don't. No boob jobs. But like, I, I just, I, I, I feel like I heard this. And I am pulling this completely out of my ass and out of uh, anecdotal, anecdotal evidence. But I feel like I've heard that in a, as at, for Quebec at least is that you get one. And I don't. I don't think one means like you get to turn into a man if you're a woman, because that is several no. surgeries. But I think you get one surgery covered in certain circumstances that is purely cosmetic. I think. But okay, so you really are talking about like if someone was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I want to boot." Yeah, yeah, no, I don't mean cleft palate kind of stuff. I don't mean that. I mean like, I mean cosmetic surgery. Like, I mean no, I don't mean. I mean plastic surgery. I don't mean cosmetic surgery. I mean. Purely aesthetics, and I feel like that you get one in Quebec up to a certain age or something covered. Okay. I feel like, and that might have changed. We've had regime changes, and yeah, but I feel like that's the case in Quebec, and it's it's and it's different. Like Quebec values, I think the other provinces have better psychology coverage than Quebec does, and like, which is bullshit. But like, it's 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 weird here, but it is what it is. So yeah, that was our extra-long impromptu clip show. Thank you for listening. I am Joey. You can find me on Twitter at, at Joey Heflick. And if, you'd, he, if he was here, he would tell Ryan would tell you that he's also on Twitter at Gobo. And you can talk to either one of us about this or, or not, whichever. And we'll see you next time with Colin Inquist for our 50th episode Q&A. Until then, we love you all. See you next time.